Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everybody, in this episode of the GH Report, Carly's pregnant, Laura's starting to figure out what Ryan might be up to, and what's going on with Shiloh and his dawn of new day? We're going to break it all down next. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Hey everybody, welcome to the GH Report right here on AfterBuzz TV, breaking down all the latest shenanigans going on in Port Charles. I'm Frank Moran. I'm Carla Renata. And as always, folks, follow us on Facebook. Like, uh, give us five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. And while you're there, give it a thumbs up. And, of course, Carla's got her iPad here, which means the chat is up and running. Yes, it is. And, and people, people are, are live and up and in it. We got Dulamon, Kelly, and Joe Costanza already in the chat room thus far. You know that oh, it. it'll be thousands before we're done. That's right. Thousands <laughs> here to see all and hear <laughs> All of Carla's fantastic <laughs> thoughts about everything that's going um, on. Not really, but okay. Come on. Of course. That's the whole reason. They, they tolerate me. They come for you. Yeah, yeah. Not really. Yeah, um, so before we break everything down uh, in a little bit more detail, what did you think of this week overall? Okay. Can I just say that it's really, we're going to put Mike in, in, in the... Um, in the group home, and then we're going to have Carly get pregnant. Like, really? Like, we can't just, like, I, I was like, but what I was really kind of annoyed by was Sonny's reaction to it all. I was like, oh, no, he's not being lovely. I don't know how I feel about, I don't know how I feel about my Sonny not being lovely about this moment. It was kind of messing me up a little bit. Part of me was thinking, like, has Sonny just reached that snapping point where it's like, I've got too many kids already. <laughs> Please. With different women, and he don't have <laughs> yeah. nobody by the same person. I'm like, look, he's like, he's like a player from the hood. I'm like, what's going on, Sonny? But yeah, that was a, that was kind of a stretch. And and the other thing that was a stretch was um, <laughs> the other thing that was a stretch is that now now Jordan is like, let me hatch a plan because I'm not so sure that what I think is true is true. I'm like, okay, y'all, G Edge writers, y'all are stretching this. They were stretching. They stretched that arm far and wide this week. Yes. Uh, Don't we, you think? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, I definitely have some thoughts about that storyline. But uh, as you start off with the uh, <coughs> the stuff with uh, Sonny and Carly, I guess mm. we'll start off with that. Mm-hmm. My thought about the pregnancy, and I know some people were tweeting about this as well. Uh, Let's um, see what they're saying. Uh, is that uh, the whole Sonny and Carly thing. I mean, you feel like. You need something to happen to them because Kevin, or excuse me, Ryan, has got them, you know, just on his, number one on his to-do list. Got to get rid of them so I can, Ava can have, uh, Ava can have uh, her daughter and we can go well, off and live happily ever after. Well, this is after he eliminated Griffin from being on his to-do list. Because oh. Griffin was yeah. on his list at first. Because yes. he thought that... Uh, Ava was trying to go back into the arms of Griffin. I'm like, oh, so Ryan got Ryan got the nerve to be a serial killer and a jealous serial killer on top of that? Right. I'm like, oh, he's doing way too much. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like Carly being pregnant gives them something terrible to happen to them without <laughs> killing either Carly or Sonny. You can still do something really devastating to them, but that is by losing their, their uh, unborn child. 
Yeah. I mean, the only thing that he said that kind of made me go, okay, he's not being a complete asshole, and I'm talking about Sonny, is when the last time he, he pointed out that the last time she was pregnant with Joss, they said that she could possibly have a stroke and die because of the age that she was when she had Joss, and now she's considerably older. So, the you know, any woman out there that knows about, you know, pregnancy after a certain age, I think it's probably after 40 or maybe maybe mid-30s, late-40s, it gets to be a little riskier to have a child mm-hmm. because when you get to be that age in life, you have a little more health issues that are going on. Not for everybody. You know, some people, who was it? Bridget, Brigitte Nielsen had a baby, and she was, what was she, 56 or 57 or 60-something? I mean, it does happen, but it doesn't happen without some huge health risks being yeah. at stake, you know. Um yeah, I don't need to see Carly pregnant. I just don't. Not that I want her to lose the baby, but I don't need to see that right now. I just don't feel like it's going to get that far. I feel like that everything with Ryan, something's going to happen during uh, with the comp- an encounter between the two of them that's going to cause her to lose the baby. And I feel so- I felt sorry for her when when she told him and, and he didn't have the response that she thought he was going to have. Like she looked genuinely hurt that he wasn't happy about the news. And then his little voice cracked when he talked about I was just about that. You, when his Maurice, voice cracked yes. he was his voice he was like I just don't want you to have a stroke and I was like, "Oh, Maurice. Oh, Bubala." Maurice has got that, that that way of like when he gets those like a little emotional moments where his voice will break. I know. That was actually very endearing. I'm like, "Oh, I need, I need for that to, oh, it was just, you know, and speaking of which, I'm thinking we need to try to find a way to go to that, um, you know, General Hospital has that oh, convention. Like, yes. We we need to find a way to like, you know, bum rush that joint. <laughs> <laughs> We're coming <laughs> like, for you, we GH need convention. To, we need to bum rush that joint with a microphone and a camera and be like Maurice Bernard. <laughs> That's right. That is. Uh... <laughs> with a big old after buzz <laughs> B microphone on it. Be like, hey, you. what's happening? <laughs> Uh, for those of you who don't know, I mean that where that convention is going to be happening uh, next month is oh, here in Los minutes, Angeles, right? Fifteen in Long minutes Beach? away from us. No, uh, Burbank, uh, Maryland. Oh, Burbank. Oh, yeah, Pashaw. Fifteen minutes away from us. Of course, we have to get there. We need to bum rush that with a microphone. We need. We need <laughs> to just do like a. We need to do, to just do like a Skype feed and just have them have them <laughs> have them watch us with a Skype feed running uh, around with a microphone and a camera. Oh my God, that could be pure a- comedy. I'm just gonna let's let's all trick everybody that it's actually give them this address. So they all show up here <laughs> instead. And then we'll just do it. We'll bring them all in. There you go, Steve Burton, get in here. All right, uh, uh, they said. Uh, they said that how old is she? They said that Laura is 48 years old. They're not sure how old Carly is, but Laura is 48. So if Laura Wright is 48, that means Car- Carly must be in close proximity, if not older. Because Carly, been, yeah. first of all, let's look, put this into perspective. Carly's been on that show for 20 years, and she came on when she was in her 20s. Yeah. So it's it's very feasible that she's in her early to late 40s, possibly early 50s. Mm, yeah, because I feel like... Because she wasn't a teenager when she came on. She was definitely in her 20s. Yeah, I kind of feel like early, though, because she definitely felt like that young ingenue that was kind of luring Tony. Yeah, she in. was doing way too much when she came on. Yeah. <laughs> She was pure comedy when she came on. She really was, but we love her for it. Yeah, so uh, I will be curious to see how long this one develops. But uh, to go to the person that's probably going to be trying to stop this all from happening, our boy Ryan Collins. Oh, yes. How much did you enjoy that, <laughs> that little the imaginations of Ryan? Because for, you know, they this is what I will give GH credit for. When they do those little things like that, for a split second, I'm thinking, oh, is, is this the storyline? And then... 
they snap out of me like, oh, y'all got me. Y'all got me. I enjoyed that because I thought it was for real for a second. I'm like, oh, no. Because she was like, hey, but I think the thing that tipped me off is when Carly was like, Ava, help me. I'm like, Carly would never be like, Ava, help me. Like, that would never. And I was like, then I was like, one eye open, like, mm, I don't know about this. And then Ava running her hands across the knives and picking one and, and asking Carly if she wanted a facelift. <laughs> that made me laugh out loud that was funny that was pure comedy right there I feel the way you knew it was not going to be real (coughs) which is just that uh, because nobody takes down Sunny that easily oh no yeah first of all when have you ever seen Sunny tied up and with tape over his mouth like it's either one or the other not both yeah, I mean, the most of it, like, when he was stuck over there by the uh, mm-hmm. by the dock, mm-hmm. when he fell in that hole, and Sam mm-hmm. uh, left him, I mean, he was there for a few days. Mm-hmm. But that's, like, been his most distressed. But he wasn't tied up and bound and gagged. Yeah, no. I'm like, it's Sonny Corinthos. You can't bound and tie him up. Like, come on. <laughs> this is the godfather of poor Charles. What does that say if he is bound and gagged? <laughs> I'm just like, that is not a good look for Sonny if he is bound and gagged. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, we do get to see uh, a little afternoon delight. Ryan and Ava. <laughs> oh, as it's interrupted by Laura. And I, and then, th- this made me laugh, too. Why was Ava trying to look all embarrassed and shameful when Laura came in trying to fix her shirt? I'm like, girl, you know you are not hardly embarrassed. You was about ready to go do it again. You was yeah. ready for round two when she hit that door. Like, come on now. Stop playing. <laughs> well, I, I like that we get to see two times in the, the most recent week of uh, Ryan so, uh, swiping off stuff off his desk. First, the, uh, when Ava walks out uh, after the little little argument, we see him in a rage, just like ah. And then this time, when he just kind of casually, gently, just kinda, casually. Yeah. But what I was surprised, I was like, when he did that, I was like, oh, I hope that little thing with the driver's licenses isn't sitting up there because you know he loves to keep that sitting on top of his desk. <laughs> like he loves to just he doesn't always keep it in that little place where he keeps it hidden and locked. Yeah. Sometimes he just loves to sit there on, with it on top of his desk, covering his little trophies. So I was surprised that it actually wasn't sitting up there that time. I'm like, oh, he did not drive that wrong. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's uh, well, I mean. Or, this we're starting to make. I feel like this is the way <coughs> that we uh, we're starting the wheel starting to click into place to at least the next part of the storyline start to happen, mm-hmm. where we get that the whole final the final thing where the prenup mm. that Kevin tried to slip into uh, to Ryan's thoughts. Mm-hmm. Finally, Laura picks up on it, and I loved as I watched that scene start. It's like Laura. Please don't have Laura like start to try to question it in the moment. Right. Like I, just have her shut up yes. and just like quietly contemplate it so that she can like keep it under her hat and figure out what the hell is going on. Which it turns out is slowly but surely kind of answering all of her um what's the word I'm looking for? Her curiosity about why he's been so weird acting. Yes. You know? Well, it, it was one of those things that was like, oh yeah, she's a uh she was married to Luke for all this time. So, I mean, you know, and Luke is somebody that loves to run a con. As they traveled around the world, they would run cons. So I liked seeing Laura, that just that nod to her past. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, she's going to play it cool, mm-hmm. even though the wheels are spinning in mm-hmm. her head. Yep. And speaking of wheels spinning, how much... <laughs> I know you hate Spencer, but I love when Spencer comes back. Because Spencer just makes me chuckle. It was... You know, I mean, and certainly I think like everybody else, and he even tweeted about it this week too, about... Uh, his voice deepening as he's getting older. There you it's go. deepening and it's cracking. Yeah. So it's, it's a little crack. He, but he, it's funny with him trying to control the crack when it happens. Him trying to control the, <laughs> him trying to control the crack while his voice is deepening is just pure comedy. His voice is deepening, but he's still short. But, he's just not growing. 
Yeah. <laughs> is he high? That's true. That's He's true. just not growing. He is not going to be a tall dude. He's just fine. not. That's all right. That's fine. I'm look, I'm short. So I'm one to talk about somebody in some height. I'm short. But having said that, I just love the fact that everybody that he's growing up with is like 10 feet tall. And <laughs> That's true. And he's still like, you know, 5'2". I don't know if it's just a combination of various factors. Uh, and Nicholas getting older, the, care, uh, the, the writers may be writing him just a little bit more mature. Mm-hmm. Uh, but seeing him this week uh, and his conversations and the way he was acting didn't quite hit those, like, those spots where I like, like, Spencer, please, enough. Yeah, he was he was a little more mature this week. Like there was that whole con- <laughs> there's that whole conversation where he came into Lulu's room to give her and Laura the presents, right? And he came in there and she was like, "Why aren't you in?" Lulu says, "Why aren't you in school?" He's like, "I'm on holiday." She's like, "Spencer, you're always on holiday." <laughs> that made me laugh so loud because I was like, "What is he like a cavalier playboy of Port Charles?" Like it just made me laugh. It was I don't know why that was funny to me. It was just funny. The uh, to go back to Ryan and, and Ava for a second. Mm-hmm. As I said, we start. Laura's starting to follow Kevin. Looks like he's following him to, uh, to uh, see where Ferncliff to have mm-hmm. a, hopefully run into Kevin, which would yes. be great. But let's hope. Do you feel uh, whatever happens with <laughs> Ava? Is this something that like she deserves? Is this just karma for Ava's all her misdeeds? Does she truly deserve what's happening to her? You know, I love Mara West, who plays. Um, Ava and I love that she's able to to color Ava with all those different types of layers of vulnerability and bitchiness and all of that but I don't care how bitchy and mean and hateful and unlikable you are nobody deserves what's about to happen to her like I feel I think she's probably gonna have a nervous breakdown because with Kiki gone and and uh, the only person that she really has is Julian really I mean Franco, mm, but I think she's probably gonna lose it. She's they're gonna end up putting her in Ferncliff because she's gonna lose her shit. It's I mean the fact that she might be the person that kills him. If anybody is, it's gonna be her because I don't think it won't be Laura or Kevin. No, it's probably gonna be Ava when Ava because it's only gonna be so long. And this is the thing that's so despicable about it all. He's constantly comforting her over her loss of Kiki constantly reassuring her that he's going to help her find out who did this to her little girl full well knowing the whole time it was him what does he think is going to happen when she discovers that he's the reason she no longer has her little girl she is going to snap like a twig for him to have that fantasy of uh ava like what like being excited that the knives are laid out and she's going to get on board with uh, actually Killing with Ryan, Mm-mm, that's how, not going to happen. How? Yeah, I, it amazes me to think that he could he can buy into that reality and not at all deal with the fact of what's going to happen when Ava finds out that it was really him. Because he's people. cuckoo for cocoa puffs, and he's proven that he's crazy. Like this is somebody who literally in his mind thinks that if he gets rid of anybody that is a threat to his happiness with Ava, that that's going to bring her closer to him. What's he going to do? Kill all of Port Charles? Well, not everybody's that interested in Ava. this is true this is true uh yeah so i you know but the last person in the storyline was griffin as you mentioned at the beginning right you know we uh he was so close to the edge so close uh i feel like ava saved him from being on the edge really our boy griffin is like a man without a country right now he's got really (laughs) kind of is but they're trying to pair him up with sasha which i'm like uh my favorite moment last week (laughs) 
my favorite moment ever. You know how much I love the chick that plays Liesl. My favorite moment ever was her standing there with her hair all swooped and curled, singing karaoke floating rib with Sasha and Griffin lurking in the background. (laughs) That made me so happy. I'm like, what is Liesl doing? Is she like singing out her sorrows? What is happening in this moment? It was so random and wrong that it just made me laugh out loud. It was so random, but I loved every moment of it. It is interesting to see because, I mean, Liesl knows what the scoop is with Sasha and Valentine. She read them too. But it's also like, and she comes over to the Sasha's like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, you really should know your family's medical history. Yeah, no, but then remember, but remember, she warns Griffin. She says, "Yeah, she playing with her is like playing with with fire. You you might want to make sure you don't get singed." I was like, "Oh no, she's going." I love when Liesl goes in and she does it with a smile on her face. It is pure yumminess. I, I as much as you said she made her deal with Valentine, like uh, I know this, but I won't say anything as long as you hook me up. So now she's got this great job working writing for the Invader. But she still keeps poking. She still keeps poking. And so I'm trying to feel like, do you think that she truly cares about uh, that Nina's being taken advantage of? or I think no. she just wants to stick it to Valentine. Yeah, that's... I don't think she cares. She clearly, she clearly showed that she didn't care anything about Nina when she left Nina burning in, um, in the burning, was it a house, a cabin, or wherever it was, Over that, with the uh, whole thing uh, with Peter. Island, yeah. She proved then she didn't care nothing about Nina. She left her in there and didn't know whether she was going to live or die. I mean, homegirl was passed out in a burning building, and <laughs> Lisa was like, see, you gotta go. Yeah, I feel like the only person she might truly care about uh, is Maxie, and that's because of James. <laughs> Because that's her I think she, Nathan. I think she truly does care about Maxie. I think Maxie's, and I think the only reason she cares about Maxie and Maxie is the only person she won't go left on is because Maxie calls it like she sees it, which is very much a character trait of Lisa. And Lisa kind of respects Maxie for that. Like Maxie is wrong as two left shoes too, but Maxie will admit when she's wrong, and she'll call Lisa out when she's wrong too. Mm-hmm. She'll call her out to her face. She won't talk about her behind her back. She won't plot stuff behind her behind her back. She's like. Yeah, no, you shouldn't have done that, and it was wrong. And I'll forgive you because you're my son's grandmother, but really, Liesl, really? Like, she'll do that. Yeah. She'll say that to her, and I think Liesl respects her for, for actually doing it that way. No, I do like that that relationship and that dynamic between the two of them. How did you feel about the the, the brewings of a little uh, mystery investigation between uh, Maxie and Peter as they start trying to put the clues together about Valentina and Sasha. It was actually quite comical. So when there was that moment where Maxie put her head in her hands and she's like, oh my God, I hate to even say this out loud. But when she said out loud, there might be the possibility that Sasha isn't really Nina's daughter. And the camera hit Peter's face. and was like, don't, don't, don't. <laughs> and he had that look on his face like, <laughs> with his mouth open like an emoji. It was hilarious. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you and good night. I'll be here all week. Um, <laughs> It was pure comedy. I'm like, wow. That's just, yeah. I did like them at least trying to put it together and pretty smartly as well. But he knows. This is the thing. Well, he, he doesn't kno- know. Yes, he does. He knows. He does- he- yes, no. he does. Peter knows. Peter doesn't know that Sasha's not. Yes, he does. Does he? I think he does. Chat room, tell me if, if, if um, Peter knows about Sasha. Because. They, they said, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think so because. I think they said, yeah. I mean, because he keeps asking him to do these things for Liesl, but not telling him why. 
I mean, I think Peter's like smart enough to put something together, but I don't think he officially knows. Valentine's never said. There's something, there's, and I don't know why I feel this. I feel like there was something that happened before that makes me think that he knows. He may not know it's specifically Sasha, but I think he knows that Valentine's lying about somebody playing somebody's daughter. I don't know. I don't know that Valentine's always <laughs> never on the up and up. And so, oh, they said no. They said no. He doesn't. That Peter did. Thank y'all. He said, no, he doesn't know. Okay, I got it. I got it. I got it, Stuart Dulamon, <laughs> Daisy Kelly. I got it. He don't know. I got <laughs> it. Thank you for the answer. I appreciate you all. I really I don't do. Know if you, did you know he doesn't know? <laughs> Shut <laughs> up, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, Frank is right. Ooh, now you know I shouldn't have read that out loud because I'll never hear the end of it. Uh, well, guys, please, you're making me blush. Uh, the one part I, I thought it was a little cheesy was when she snaps a breadstick and, and Peter gets some of it in his eye. I'm like, why are we having this beat? And right? Should I take you to the doctor to go get your eye Over checked? Over a breadcrumb? <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? That was I'm like, I cannot. Y'all are killing me. Uh, now, guys, before we get to our next topic, we just want to say thank you for making us the ESPN of TV talk. And for us to continue to grow, you know what? We're actually going to need your help. If you're on YouTube right now, hit that thumbs up button and subscribe. And if you're on iTunes, we would love it if you gave us a five-star rating. But no matter where you are, leave us a comment so you can get involved in the conversation. Being a part of After, After Buzz TV has meant so much to us, and we truly appreciate you supporting uh, us and letting us do what we love. So don't forget to tell your friends, and thanks for enjoying our shows. Hey, now, hey, now. Hey, hey now. Hey, now, hey, <laughs> now. Uh, just why did we do that? That That's was so beautiful. wrong. Okay. My closest that I'll ever get a chance to do a duet with Carla. That oh, was no, my closest. I can't even. So let's just talk about, look, I lost it real quick. Oh, let's just talk about this whole Dawn of Day situation. Child, I'm so over Miss Dawn of Day. I am over Miss Dawn today, but what I was not over is, and what I can't really wait to see play out is little Miss Christina got her jaws tight over Sam being at the house so much, which leads me to believe that she got a little something something for Shiloh. And I'm just kind of like, why is Shiloh making his rounds all over, <laughs> all over poor Charles? We've seen him interact with Alexis. We've seen him interact with Sonny. We've seen him interact with Drew. I'm like... Uh, Jason, I'm like, who else does he need to interact with? And I feel like Alexis might get caught up in it just for Christina's sake, not realizing that she's getting caught up. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is It is getting a little annoying for Christina. <laughs> we talked about this last week, too. When, when somebody has a way that they think works best and they just want to make sure everybody they care about does that same thing, not realizing, like, some, it might not be something that the other it's person It's not everything cares about. for everybody, right? Yeah. It reminds me, you know, I practice Buddhism. And it's kind of it's kind of like um, when, when we have Buddhist meetings sometimes, sometimes people will come to a Buddhist meeting out of curiosity to see what it is. And then once they see what it is, some people at the Buddhist meeting don't have enough common sense to let people make up their own minds in their own way about whether this is something that resonates with them from a religious standpoint or whether it's not. They'll be all up in the person's face. So when do you, so give me your number and your email so I can put you on. I don't want to be on no list. Yeah. I don't want you to have my phone number. I don't want you to have my email. Can I just like walk away from this and digest what I just witnessed and heard before I start committing to stuff? And I feel like that's what's happening with this whole dawn of day thing. Like first, first is Shiloh coming in with his little charismatic self, you know, talking all that BS. And then once, it, once his BS, once he feels like his BS meter has kind of resonated for an iota of a second, then he breaks out the book and starts talking about the book and talking about tapping 
tapping into your inner self. I'm like, you were talking about tapping into some bullshit is what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm like, come on now. Come on. Scientology, I, that, it reminds me of Scientology. True. I, and for as much as we all knew that there's something, I, clearly we're not going to be spending this much time <coughs> with this character in this organization if there's something, if there isn't something shady about it's it. It's unsavory. What about when they went to see, when um, Jason went to see Harmony? And he asked, what, what about when he asked her what her real name is? She's like, that is my real name. I'm like, girl, please. <laughs> I'm like, girl, bye. That is not your, your mama did not call you Harmony. Her name is probably Susie or Becky or something. <laughs> this is my my rebirth name. My rebirth name is Harmony. I'm like, yeah, get out of here with that madness. Uh, I mean, well, I guess we finally get you. Know, we'll, we'll get the official confirmation that there's he's up to no good after his conversation with Drew, and he's like, oh, I, one potential threat's been eliminated. Ooh, uh, since, he said it's not a religion; it's a cult. Yeah, Day, Dawn of Day is a cult. Yeah, uh, but uh, we we get to see you know the, the uh, Harmony using their their buddy in the police force to kind of strong arm Jason out of there. And uh, and, then we get and, then, and then she tried to act like she was doing him a favor. Yeah. I was like, I'm confused because from where I'm sitting, it looked like you kind of like was looking for homeboy to come over here and get you out of this mess. And now you're trying to make it look like you saved Jason? Get out of here with that. <laughs> I was like, y'all are doing way too much right now. I did like the scene where Shiloh shows up at Jason's place. And we get to see Jason like turning down the volume on his phone before he calls him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, Just why? Uh, I, I and, mean, I'm fe- I, and I'm feeling like I feel like a, I'm feeling like Jason gonna end up having to save the whole family because I'm feeling like as savvy as Sam is, there's a couple of moments where I felt like she might actually be falling for that BS that Shiloh was spinning her way too, because there was this one moment where he ta- he said something to her about um, it was the two of them talking in the house right before she was leaving, and he said. Do you want me to tell you why no relationship you've ever been in has worked, you know, or why you gravitate toward a dangerous man? And you were like, and then he said, and she says, yeah, whatever. And he goes, because you, everyone in your life abandons you. And her face was like, it was like she had a light bulb epiphany moment when he said that. And for a split second, I was like, oh, come on, Sam. Don't fall for the okie doke. Don't do it, girl. You a smart cookie. Come on back. Come on back. Come into the light. Come into the light, girl. Come into the light. <laughs> I can see going that way, but I'm also thinking, like, trying to give her the benefit of the doubt, saying she knows what's going on, and so she's acting to give him the responses that he wants, he would want to see. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. And then there is, and then there's the moments whenever Jason's name is mentioned, her face lights up like a freaking pinball machine. So I'm like, somebody gonna catch on to what she's doing because she's not good at, she's not as good of an actress as she thinks. No. No. And I feel like I'm feeling like her, Alexis, and Christina are going to get caught up, and Jason's going to end up having to save all three of them. That's what I'm feeling like is going down. It's uh, yeah, we get to see. Uh, we get to see Jason uh, saving her yet again. Oh, and the music has not come on in months. I wanted to bring that up to you because you haven't had to like cringe your teeth for a while. I they've got they've it. got new love making music for Jason and Sam. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's like I would rather think I would rather listen to the. Uh, the Franco and Liz theme than I would rather the Sam and Jason. The Sam and Jason, get out of here. Uh, we do get to see, and even when we talked about uh, uh, Brittany leaving to go to Young and the Restless, we do get to see Valerie return uh, for a little bit this episode, uh, this week. They even put her in the the uh, slot machine thing opening. Yeah. I'm like, why are they teasing us like that? They know she ain't going to be there much longer. It's, But it was just seeing that just reminds me of just, it's going to be a shame to see that storyline be truncated. I know. It was just... Maybe they'll recast the role. Maybe they haven't let that cat out of the bag yet. Because I can't imagine 
they would bring all that up just to let it go by the wayside. That's not General Hospital's M.O. Like, they never just let a storyline just fall off. They usually let it, they usually play it out to the nth degree, you know? Yeah. I mean, I guess only if, I guess, like we were talking last week, how much they feel like they can devote to this and if it's worth recasting the role or just kind of letting this kind of, I think I think for for um, Christina's sake it would be good, but who am I? I'm just somebody that watches the show for over 25 years. That's all. Because it would be weird <laughs> to think about like some reason that it would make her leave. Like finally, when she seems to have her life together, at least professionally, she's mm-hmm. made a detective now at the mm-hmm. PCPD. Uh, she doesn't seem to. We've not spent enough time with her to know about any other thing aspects of her yeah, life. I mean, all I know about Valerie is that Valerie and Dante had that affair, and it almost affected her um, progress at. PCPD and but then it didn't and now she's one of the gang and now she's out of there. So it's like it's like you said we don't just when they begin to give us a little bit about her <clears throat> they detract to another storyline and they and we never figure out what's going on. Remember she was she was missing in action for months. Yes. We didn't see Valerie for the longest time. And if you did, it would be like, oh, I'm and I, my 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 blues my blue <laughs> uniform and I'm showing up at the hospital. Doing security for some reason, like oh yeah, boy. it's it's been weird. It's Do been you really feel weird. the uh, Donna Day storyline is its own storyline, or does it tie into anything else we're seeing on the campus? I don't think it's tying into anything else. I think it's its own separate entity, or it's feeling like that because it's feeling like the people that are interacting with the Donna Day storyline aren't interacting with anything else really. You know, doesn't yeah. it feel like that to you? Yeah, I mean, I mean the only th- the only except for Carly, in- yeah. That's the only person that is. That's the only person. Her and Sonny are the only ones outside of that whole nucleus of mm-hmm. Alexis and Christina and Sam and Jason and Spinelli. Carly and Carly only got brought into it because Sam and Jason have been discussing it with Carly, and then um, I think did Jason discuss it with Sonny? No. Somebody discussed something with Sonny, or did Son- oh Sonny peeped Shiloh talking to Christina? He wasn't having it, so that's how Sonny got weaved into it. So I'm just like, mm. uh, now speaking of Alexis, though, she uh, gets to do her first session with her new therapist. That was pure comedy right there. Are you liking Are you liking Joe Flanagan as I'm, the new therapist? Okay, I'm kind of because I went after you said that to me. I went back and I watched it again. I'm like, did I miss something? Maybe I missed something. Let me go back and watch. So I went back and watched it. I'm like, okay, they got a little bit of chemistry, but you know Alexis going to mess it up. She messed up everything. She's so um, wound tight and crazy over freaking Julian. And Julian is loving the fact that she gets flustered over the fact that she still kind of has the hots for him. Like, he's, he's, li- he's living and loving on that right now. But he's still with Kim. So I don't, that whole situation, I'm like, I'm going to need y'all to, like, play one side of the fence or the other. Stop flipping back and forth. It's making me dizzy. I don't. I feel like Alexis at this point that doesn't necessarily love, st- still loves Julian, but loves the way that she felt when she was with Julian. And is the, yeah, that's what that. she said to yeah. Christina when they had that session where Christina was in her face yelling at her. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, why are y'all yelling in each other's face? Like, why? I don't like this. Now, there's been uh, <laughs> on the on the uh, the <laughs> rumors and speculations about. This whole stuff with the therapist now is going to start kicking off more of that kind of storyline we saw a while back ago when she was pursuing it, looking at her mother's watch. There was, uh, oh, yeah, and they dropped that, too. Yeah, and there was that person that uh, with the cast that I ring that took Cassandra uh, after she kind of escaped. Oh, yeah, they from... did drop all that stuff. Oh, But that usually is. I know I said that isn't usually um, GH's MO, and it isn't, but they did. I forgot about that. They did drop that storyline cold. Yeah. It's like, boop, like a hot potato. I'm like, okay, well. 
So, I mean, I guess we're going to... Oh, uh, are you excited about the idea of Alexis kind of... Uh, that we could get the storyline started up again? Or were you not like, nah, I don't really care about any other cast that I don't really care about cast and stuff anymore at this point. I mean, there's not any other cast and left other than her, right? And Valentine. Yeah. I mean, well... And Spencer. I mean, and whichever one of the perhaps dead Cassidines have come back to life. Well, well they can't bring Helena back. They didn't brought Helena back so many times it makes my head spin. <laughs> you know, I always felt like that storyline was kind of truncated. maybe Shiloh is a Cassidine. Maybe I when when uh, Tyler Christopher left, I felt like they were gearing up for more of a storyline between uh, about what happened to Helena because she has that painting mm-hmm. and it felt like it was and, really, it, and that dropped cold too yeah. maybe they're dropping more stuff than I thought because it really felt like it was being set up to really investigate did, did Nicholas end up poisoning Helena and killing her mm-hmm. and it just kind of got dropped and then he got he was off the what show I used to love the woman that played Helena though oh man she Constance was good Constance Tower oh, yes Miss yes. Constance she I used to I live for when she was on the screen the same way I live for when Liesl was on the screen like they come onto the screen and they just take over whatever scene they're in it takes a lot of skill to do that and they're really gifted at it. I love it well seeing those like those scenes between her and Anthony Geary when they kind of start butting heads oh when they would have that 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 tit for tat oh it was great I heard he might be coming back. I, you know, I'd for be a all split for second. It. But I, I wouldn't want it for a split second. But I would want it for a little bit of time. Yeah, I heard. I heard through the grapevine he might be coming back for I like a split that. second. I was like, really, Tony? You gonna come back? Okay, <laughs> okay, Tony Gary. Okay. Well, we got ourselves a uh, a jailhouse wedding. Our, our friends. Yes. <laughs> After all the truncated weddings that they had tried, this is how it goes down. Were you happy with the way that we finally get to see the Frizz wedding happen? You know, I was with Elizabeth on that one. She looked at that little sketch and she was like, you know, I'm about tired of this almost happening and it never happening because this happened or that happened. I just want to get it over with and just let's just do it. I feel bad for Franco, though, because this is the one time where he's innocent and nobody believes him except for her. But at least Elizabeth does believe him because yeah. she could have been, like, twisting him in the wind, too. But she didn't. So she's standing by her man. Got to give it to her for that. I do like that. Uh, I mean, she's, he's also got Drew backing him up as well. Yeah, yeah. Because Drew is his brother. So, you know, there's that. But, yeah, you I know, like that. It's I, I like the sentiment. Because especially Franco, after being so hated, to have somebody speak up and say, if you like the brother that, you know, most of the time I want to throttle. <laughs> I, the only thing that disappoints me about that is, like, I wish we see we could have seen more of them together after the whole fallout with everything with my two dads. Oh, yeah. They did kind of gloss over that, too. Yeah, they'd run they kind of just dropped it. And then the next time we saw them together, they were everything was all good in the hood. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. But uh, we get to see this wedding. How did you feel about it? Because like, Liz says something very nice and from the heart when they're doing their vows. And all Franco can say is, like, I love you. That's it. Like, I mean, think about it. The man is traumatized. He probably got so many thoughts swimming around in his head that he probably couldn't even begin to communicate what he wanted to without losing his, his stuff completely. And who wants to see... Who wants to see their brand new husband behind a bar blubbering like a baby? I wouldn't. <laughs> be I'm, tough. You I'm gotta like, be tough you know, on bars. Toughen up, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Clinch that bar and hold it in. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> that is just so wrong and cold. That was. Um, I, that is so not me. Sorry. Well, we do see at the end of the week though that uh, Jordan she kind of breaks up the little post uh, wedding vows and. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wants to talk to Franco, and it looks like it's setting up. She realizes that 
Franco is innocent. Well, yeah, her and, her and Curtis had that conversation yeah. where they were like, Curtis was like, yeah, this is too much of a setup to be like the real, like this feels like a setup. Like it's too much of a coincidence to be a coincidence that they found the the four driver's license, just four of them. Yeah. Like where are the other ones? Like you know, it was just, so it, what I will applaud them on is the fact that they're not, taking that circumstantial evidence and going, yep, let's throw the book at him. We're going to get him. But she's using that as an impetus to actually throw the book at him to see if the real, to flush out the real killer. So I do like that. It's like, all right, Jordan, way to be smart about this. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, There is some speculation about what's going to happen with Jordan to kind of throw that off. It's like one of those, it's one of those, like somebody goes undercover, Mm -hmm. but only one person knows and that person gets injured and it's like, right. Oh no, everybody thinks I'm really this person. Right. I would hate to see anything happen to her. She knew on the scene. Can she just be unscathed for a minute? Can we just leave her unscathed? Let's, <laughs> like, can we just not let have anything happen to Jordan right now? Well, I th- like, let something happen to Margot's ass. Why it got to be Jordan? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. Do we? Do we even care about Margot anymore? Like, once I kind of got resolved with Sonny, I was like, yeah. Uh, I cared about Margo when it looked like her and Sonny were going to possibly hook up, and then they kind of squashed that because the fans were like, yeah, we're not having it. So they let that go real quick. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I, I, I still don't know how you could have had that happen and then still get them back together with Carly and still have us care. Yeah. So, yeah. but I feel like I feel like Margo is much like Griffin, where they're just two people are kind of floundering and there's no real purpose for them. Yeah. They'll come there for like that, you know, for you know some advice or you know just like, oh yeah, do you have any thoughts about this? Or <laughs> oh hey, just arrest this person anyway. Like that's all we're. I getting love how for. she's always sitting in the interrogation room with files. Like, what are these files you're looking at? <laughs> like how many how many criminals does poor Charles really have? I'm like, it's only so big. Like, come on. Yeah, I mean, if it was that if it's that much of a criminal population, nobody's going to be coming to live in that city. Exactly. Forget exactly. It. Sorry, Lucy. But they have town meetings and all kinds of stuff. I'm like, it's just funny to me. I'm like, okay. Well, the one thing that could throw a wrench into Jordan's uh, plan is the storyline that's happening with uh, uh, Robert, Anna, and uh, Finn. Finn over mm-hmm. there in Sweden, mm-hmm. where they meet the, the doctor they've the been looking for. The blind doctor. Yes. And so they're going to do the uh, the operation. Mm-hmm. So uh, we've got that going for. But uh, that means that there's still... Well, still we haven't seen we haven't seen Alex yet, so we no, and we don't know if she's been inflicted by the blindness yet. No, that's going to be interesting to see if that happens or not. And so. we still have another pair of twins on the show that have not been inflicted by blindness. And we yet. still have Cassandra because we haven't seen her, right? Yeah. So, so there's a whole bunch of people ready to pop up at any given moment. It's only a matter of time before <laughs> either Drew or Jason go blind. <laughs> uh, oh, wouldn't that be horrible if it was Jason while he's in the middle of doing this whole Donna Donna the day Donna day stuff? Ooh, that would be terrible. Uh, Donna day D O D dead on arrival. <laughs> <laughs> I've been dying to say that all week. Dead on arrival, Donna day. <laughs> what? Uh, I mean, I guess we can, we can hop right into some hot news and gossip here. Okay. Let's see what you think about some of these other potential storylines. Uh. We do have uh, potential uh, rumors happening for a storyline. As I mentioned with Drew, he's going to lose his vision at a terrible time when you're driving a car. Oh, you know? accident. Yeah. Oh, not gonna, good. Who's going to be the uh, the unlucky person that get hit by that car? Your girl, Jordan. 
Oh no! Uh oh, my girl. Wah, wah, wah. Oh no! So Let's now, hope she don't have like a brain injury and well, forget what she's investigating. Who's? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm but, just saying. Uh, Franco, he's gonna uh, admit to killing Kiki, and of course, the only person that knows that he's just doing this as a scam is Jordan. Oh. oh. Uh, we also have here uh, Laura. Finally, we're gonna get some movement on this. Uh, where's Kevin at? Mm-hmm. The idea is that she's gonna find him in Ferncliff, but also get uh, taken by Ryan and trapped in Ferncliff. Oh, as well. why are he trying to put everybody in Ferncliff? I need for somebody to drop kick him and throw him in a room with a padded cell. The only thing I like about this though is that at least if we can get Laura and Kevin together, then they can figure it out. Yeah, yeah. At least just to, like finally somebody's found Kevin. I feel like that makes us at least one close, one step closer to wrapping this thing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd be all down for that. Yeah, but, but still, I mean, when <laughs> Kevin's blind, he's been doped up to his gills Poor Kevin. for months. Poor oh. Kevin. Uh, we also have somebody that might be coming back to reprise an old role, uh, and that is uh, Kristen Alderson, who played oh. Star Manning. Oh, yeah. She had uh, mentioned on social her. media yeah, that she was uh, hanging around the GH uh, offices for some reason. Could it be coming back as a new character? Could it yeah. be reprising Star Manning? The uh, Prospect Park uh, lawsuit has been settled, so they do have access to those One Life to Live characters. Oh, there was a lawsuit? Yeah, there was when they did the old... Uh, one Life to Live and All My Children. Right. Are, yeah, so all, that's why they had to lose Star and John they, McBain. I remember they and, brought uh, all those people over yeah. from One Todd Life Manning, to Live. They all had to take off. Oh. So would you want to see Star Manning come back? No. No. All I right. could care that less. Was, <laughs> that was short and sweet. <laughs> I did like that. All right. That sounds good. See you later. <laughs> I'm like, uh, sorry. I'm like, yes, Star. Bye, deuces. Uh, and there's also the thought about uh, what if Carly loses the baby, that... Uh, she could still get her son back that Morgan could return. I don't think that's going to happen. I'm not really feeling that at all. I heard that too, and I was like, mm, they need to leave that alone. Can we just leave Morgan alone for a minute? Can we just, yeah. But we do I have one person returning, or two, actually two. We've got Dominic uh, is going to be returning, so Dante will be back on the canvas. Yay! And our favorite Australian, Jax, will be back. Ooh. For how long, who knows? But uh, he'll be back at least for a little bit. I love when Jax comes back. I... Oh no! You don't like when Jack. Comes I love back? when Jack comes back, but I also I if they're going to bring him back, give him more to do. These little pop ins mm, aren't aren't enough. I don't know mm. what his deal is with the show. If he can stick around for at maybe least a few he got weeks. maybe he got some. Like, you know, a lot of times when <clears throat> it's like when Carolyn said when she was here, you know, she said she hadn't been on it in months, but in my mind, she had been there just last week. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe they have other stuff like like Carolyn. Carolyn was shooting films and doing all kinds of stuff while she wasn't at GH. So, well, I know that Ingo was busy on another soap, so he's tied up there. But now he's free from that, so hmm. it would be great to see a little bit more of the corporate side come up because we we see uh, Ned Ashton. He's got or Ned uh, Quarterman. Ed uh, Ned Quarterman now. <laughs> Ned Ashton, no more. Eddie Maine. Yes, <laughs> he's sitting there. Uh, you know, he's got nothing else going on except you know making out in his making uh, out with, room, You know, making out with his wife. So, that was funny, and it was so random. I'm like, what? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that was so, very random. Yeah, you know, it's like, hey, if that's you, just want to remind us that he's around town and, and he doesn't have anything going on, I would love for him to see, for him and Jax to team up on something. Hmm. Why not? I'd take it. Uh, okay. You know, it's, it's just keep all you something to do. Okay. Yeah. yeah, they said that Ingo was um, bold and the beautiful and that he left there. And somebody else said that they want Taya Delgado. We do not need Taya Delgado on General <laughs> Hospital. No. No, K-Coco Candy. No. <laughs> well, we can see uh, Roger Howard uh, do uh, dual roles. It could be uh, uh, Franco as well as uh, 
Todd Manning. You know what I do want to see is I need for that whole Willow baby, not Willow baby situation be resolved. Yeah. I need for that to be resolved. Where we're going to see at least Willow and Brad admit, like, yeah, we both know who each other, you know, what the deal is here, right? Yeah. So. I, and I'm about tired of seeing Brad looking like he's he, <laughs> like, angst all the time. Well, I got to get going. I can't stay here now, even though I was coming up here anyway, but I can't stay. His lines must be so easy to learn. He must get that script and be like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll memorize this while I'm in the makeup room. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we're wrapping up here for this episode of the GH Report. Time flies when you break it down some with the incredibly talented Bella <laughs> Renata. As always, folks, though, like us on Facebook, give us five stars on iTunes, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and thank you, everybody, for hopping in the chat. I know Carla loved reading everything you had to say. I did. Uh, but if you want to stay in touch with either of us after the show's over, Carla, where can they find you? You guys can find me at 5 o'clock every Sunday over at Black Hollywood Live doing the Curvy Critic with Carla Renata where we talk about film reviews. I have a few guests every once in a while. Find me here at the GH Report, and you can see all my film reviews at thecurvyfilmcritic.com or at Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh, look at that. Oh, I mean, and you can catch me on Superstore on NBC every once in a while, too. Love it. And, I mean, the Oscars are coming up soon, so the I'm sure Oscars there's some things are coming up for you. Yeah. Yeah, you get them some things brewing for the Oscars? No. Well, you know, most of the stuff usually happens at the last minute, but All I right. do have something that's coming up, but it's not in conjunction with the Oscars, and I might possibly be able to share that next week. Not love sure. It. I <laughs> love it. What a re- that's a compelling reason to tune in, folks, for sure. Uh, <laughs> as always, folks, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at HappyGoJackie, or don't follow Carla instead. She's much more cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. All, all social media platforms at The Curvy Critic. Forgot to say that. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> I'm so busy plugging everything. I forgot the social <laughs> hand. <laughs> Thanks for joining us for this episode of The GH Report. We'll be back next Sunday night with an all-new episode right here on AfterBuzz TV. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.